they're an inch apart and now they're two inches apart the power of my exposure to that radiation has dropped by 75 percent and then wow. if i go to four inches it drops by another 75 percent and so on and so on uh, so this exponential reduction in the power uh, of our exposure is really important for people to understand because Yes, you, you know, you want to be using a cell phone as little as possible, but if you're using it, you want it to be as far away from your body as possible because that will make a huge difference. And conversely, if it's right on your body, you are getting the maximum possible dose of uh, toxic radiation that this device has. My Reset and Recondition 14-day New Year program is available now for 2024 and for only £29. You heard me right, it wasn't an error. For just £29, you will receive to your inbox every day for the first 14 days of January one thing to reset and recondition each of your mind, body, spirit and beyond. To include a recipe, a journal prompt, an affirmation, a chakra balancing exercise and most excitingly as an upgrade from last year's R&R, one short concise manifestation lesson and exercise each day that will lead you to absolutely knowing how to call in your manifestation for the year ahead by the end of the 14 days. And all you need to do is commit 15 minutes a day for the first 14 days of the year. And you can even join our Facebook group to do it alongside me and other women going through the Reset and Recondition program. Just head to laurenvacneen.co.uk forward slash reset or head to the show notes to get the link and sign up now for just £29 and be ready in time for the new year. Welcome back to Reconditioned with me, Lauren Vacneen. So happy to have you here again. Thank you for joining. If you are joining because you are a long-time listener, welcome, welcome. Great to have you back. If you are um, a follower of our guest today, R. Blank, um, welcome. I created this podcast as a way to enable people to have a one-stop shop for all things wellness and growth. So great to have you here. And um, yes, today's episode is all about EMFs and radiation from EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies from our phones, our laptops, Wi-Fi, 4G, 5G, all our devices, everything, even cars. So we speak about this and the effects that it is having on our health but we also speak about ways to mitigate it. So I know we like to bury our heads in the sand because we feel there's nothing we can do about it. We've got our phones, we need our phones, we need our laptops, we need our Wi-Fi, but there are so many things we can do to mitigate. And as you know, if you've been here a while, I always say we mitigate where we can. There is so much in this modern life that we cannot change and we have no control over, which means we absolutely have to focus our energies on the things we can. We can reduce EMFs with certain ways, certain things we can do and certain products. We can eat better, we can get better sleep, we, all these things that we can uh, improve in our lives that do help us mitigate where we can, do help us control what we are able to control. So um, that's this episode today and we go into basically what the EMFs are doing to our bodies, why the research behind it as well, which is super interesting. And like I say, then the ways we can mitigate it. And our guest, R. Blank, talks about 
his own range of products that he created using some incredible technology. So everything from phone holders, like phone pouches to stop the radiation coming out your phone to laptop um, um, trays that you can put your laptop on to if you are sitting with your laptop on your lap, say on the couch or in bed as a specific tray thing, you can put it on there. All sorts of products, even products to measure the EMFs in your home so that you know where you're getting the most and where to move things to. Really cool. So we, of course, have a discount code for his amazing products, which is LV10. There is also a link in the show notes to get you to that. Um, And I would recommend using the link. So just click on the show notes, click on the link and order your products that way really amazing products that are helping people to really reduce the levels of EMFs that are damaging our health and that of our children. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Don't forget to uh, sign up to R&R Reset and Recondition, your new year program for only £29, which will help you reset your new year with something every day for your mind, body, spirit, beyond and manifestation. So you get a recipe, a journal prompt, an affirmation, a chakra healing exercise, And the upgrade for this year that wasn't there last year, and I've kept the price the same, is a manifestation lesson and exercise every day, short, concise exercise. And um, from that, by the end of the 14 days, you do one every, every day of the 14 days, you will be well on your way to manifesting your goal for 2024. So join me in that. The link is in the bio or go to laurenvacneen.co.uk forward slash reset and enjoy this episode. Fun fact, humans take in more information in one day now than they did in their entire lives in the 1700s. No wonder we're overwhelmed. Our brains and bodies simply haven't evolved to manage this level of stress. And until that evolution happens, if we want to be well in mind and body, we need things that help alleviate this stress. For me, one of the key tools in my daily wellness toolkit that does this is the Sensate. And if you've been here a while, you'll know how genuinely obsessed I am with this product. It is a piece of health tech that fits in the palm of your hand, and it basically sends infrasonic waves through the chest to activate the vagus nerve and calm the autonomic nervous system while you listen to the specially composed audio within the app. I usually use the Sensate for 10 to 20 minutes before I sleep, to reduce cortisol levels, calm my brainwave states from the hectic day, and send me into a deep sleep. Clients of friends of mine who have a sensate have told me that their sleep has never been so good. People who usually struggle with sleep just wake up in the same position they went to sleep in. Everyone needs a sensate, in my opinion, and I particularly recommend it to anyone who suffers from overwhelm or anxiety, and anyone who wants to deepen their meditation practice. And you can get £30 off the Sensate by visiting getsensate.com and using code Lauren30. That's G-E-T-S-E-N-S-A-T-E dot com, Lauren30. Thank you so much to Sensate for supporting our mission here at Reconditioned. (music) 
R. Blank is an entrepreneur, technologist, and author. He is the CEO of Shield Your Body, which creates products that make it easy and affordable for people to reduce their exposure to wireless radiation from devices like cell phones and laptops. And along with his father, Dr. Martin Blank, he co-authored Overpowered, uh, widely regarded as one of the best books written on the science of the health effects of EMF radiation. So welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Lauren. Uh, you're so welcome. I'm, I'm really looking forward to having this chat um, because it's such a huge topic. Um, but before we go get into it, what have you done so far today to support your wellness? So yeah, today, uh, fortunately, I, the, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna sound a little lame, uh, and it is still early for me. Um, but uh, the the one thing I've done today uh, to support my wellness <laughs> is. Uh, wake up late uh, after a restful night of sleep, which um, has eluded me for the, the last two weeks. I'm not quite entirely sure why, but uh, I actually got a restful night of sleep last night and I allowed myself to, to sleep in. And I would say that that is a great thing to do for your wellness. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say I, you know, I ran 10 miles or, or had a salad, but yeah, that, that was the thing. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I always think that it is. I, I much prefer hearing these things because that we talk about self care and it's just like this annoying generic buzzword that's mm. like oh, self care. But actually, those things are self care. And so, self care is looking after your wellness. So, on the day where you need to sleep a bit more, you sleep a bit more. I was talking yeah, about. No, I'm super thankful I was able to. Um, yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> and I'm sure your audience will be too because now I'm better rested. Excellent. Good. A good place to start. So can you explain to us exactly what it is you do and how you got into it and why? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, I help people understand the issues around electromagnetic radiation and health. Uh, I provide a significant amount of education uh, through articles and webinars and videos and podcasts. Uh, around those issues. And then I also create and uh, market solutions to help people uh, reduce their exposure. Uh, mm. Now, oh, right. So it was a three-part question. So how I got into it. Um, well, uh, as you mentioned in, in, in the introduction, uh, now it's, now it's uh, 11 years ago, uh, I helped my father write um, his book, Overpowered. And uh, so, I mean, obviously my father was my father for my whole life, not just starting 11 years ago. Um, so I was aware of the work that he did, but I didn't really understand the issues until uh, I really dove in and wrote that book with him, um, which is still, by the way, available on Amazon and for Kindle. Um, and uh, it was in the course of, of writing Overpowered that I came up with the idea for what became shield your body uh because there there, there are a few key facts i mean it's a complex issue electromagnetic radiation we can get into the um into a lot of the details but when, there there are a couple of key factors so one is that it is emitted by all modern technology and so there while while the science on the health effects of electromagnetic radiation is very strong it's also obvious. Oh, and while while there are there are uh, ways in which you can use technology more safely, um, it's also obvious that the, the this form of toxic pollution isn't going to go away. 
And so not only do we need to learn how to use it more safely, uh, but also people need tools in order to use them more safely. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with that. Like we need to find ways to mitigate what we can't control. That's something I, I always say. So for let's, can you just take us into what EMFs are, electromagnetic frequencies, radiation, mm -hmm. um, and what they're doing to us? So electromagnetic radiation, also known as EMF uh, for electromagnetic fields, it's a form of energy composed of uh, both electrical and magnetic forces. They exist on a spectrum. That spectrum has uh, forms of EMF of varying levels of energy. Um, and, and when we talk about energy, uh, we're talking about the frequency of the radiation, the, the, the rate of vibration. Now, right in the middle of this form of, of, of uh, energy, we have uh, visible light. So visible light, like we get from the sun, is a form of EMF. And really, with, with a couple of very minor exceptions, it is the only form of EMF that all life on Earth evolved to uh, thrive with over billions of years. Now, if you look at forms of EMF with more energy, you get into things not only ultraviolet, uh, which we all know is quite carcinogenic, um, but then X-rays and gamma rays, which are incredibly uh, lethal, even in very, very, very small doses. Now, those have so much energy that they can knock electrons loose from the cells in your body. And that's why they are called ionizing forms of EMF. Then if you look at the forms of EMF uh, with less energy than visible light, uh, which we call non-ionizing, uh, that's where we get into this spectrum of human-made electromagnetic radiation. So that includes extremely low frequency, so-called ELF, uh, which comes off of power lines uh, and electrical appliances. Then you get uh, a little bit higher on the spectrum and you get into things like radio waves um, and uh, also called microwave radiation, which is what we use for all wireless communication. So uh, there's this whole spectrum. Now, as I mentioned, the higher energy forms are called ionizing. Everyone knows those are incredibly harmful. For a long, long, long time, the non-ionizing forms of electromagnetic radiation were considered to be benign to uh, both human life and all other forms of life. And it's really in the past uh, 100 years that science has started to emerge, and particularly so in the last 30 years, um, where we now know that those assumptions were incorrect, and that uh, even though they do not have enough energy to ionize the cells in your body, uh, exposure to these forces uh, has a wide, uh, wide spectrum, wide range of documented negative health effects. Now, you ask, what, what can they do to us? And the answer I try, the way I try to communicate it when I answer this question is we, basic, we basically see uh, negative health impacts in every biological system in which we study them. So we can see if we're looking for different forms of cancer, we see it in cancer. If we look for it in uh, fertility, we see the results in fertility. If we look for the results in birth defects, we see the results in birth defects. 
if we look just uh, in for forms of uh, inflammation, we see it with inflammation. If we look for it in sleep disruption, we see negative impacts in sleep disruption. Uh, the, the, so the, the short answer is it impacts life at a very, very fundamental way. Now, it tends not to kill you immediately the same way that exposure to x-rays and gamma rays does. Uh, but we see the negative health impacts in basically every system uh, that that we we look for them. And it's again, it's not just human. So I said we see it in every biological system. We see it in plants. We see it in trees. We see it in uh, the ability for uh, bees and birds to navigate the planet. We see it across every single biological system in which they, uh, we we look for it. What I'd love to know more about is, is the science behind it and the studies, because I've had a few frustrating conversations with people mm. um, who <laughs> say that, which is generally my life, <laughs> um, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, who say that, you know, that actually that's been disproven and there's not enough research to show, because I really didn't want an electric car because I didn't want to increase, well, there were many reasons, actually, I didn't want an electric car, but one of them being that, I didn't want to increase the level of EMFs around mm -hmm. me and having an electric car was going to be, you know, just another load of electricity coming my way. <clears throat> and the guy who fitted it didn't understand a lot of the stuff like I was asking about because we turn off our Wi-Fi at night. And I said, is this going to, because in the end, we had to end up getting one, one of us in the house has a petrol car and one has a, a an electric car and we turn off our Wi-Fi at night and he was like, yeah, well, it's going to, it's not going to charge it properly or you're not going to be able to do this. And why would you turn off your Wi-Fi? So I explained and he said, yeah, but like none of that's really been proven. And, and I know that there are so many studies and there is so much science around it. Why are people still saying it's not been proven? Well, because a lot of, uh, that's a, that's a very complicated. It's, it's uh, hard to quantify. No, it's a very right? good question. It, no, it's a very good question. It's also just, it's not one of these super simple questions to answer. Um, the, but starting with the power industry and now much more so with the wireless industry, they have uh, funded a tremendous amount of science designed to demonstrate a lack of harm, a lack of negative health effects. Um, so we're sitting, and, and and you can, I mean, there, there's actually, um, there are actually meta studies that evaluate multiple studies and they look at the different sources of funding and you, you can see based off of who funded the study or what, uh, what the outcomes are going to, to look like. And Same we actually medicine, have, a, yeah, yeah it, and, and, and we have a couple of chapters in overpowered specifically on this topic and, but let's, let's go past that. Let's uh, look at uh, the idea that, okay, so, you know, something along the lines of half of the science says this is super harmful and half of the science doesn't. Now, if, if someone gave you a, a drug <laughs> and said, take it, and you said, well, is this harmful? And they said, well, half of the science says this is super harmful, but half of it says it isn't. Oh, and the half that says it isn't was funded by the company that made the, the drug. Uh, would you take that drug? I mean, it makes, so it, it goes down to the nature of what we talk about when we say uh, conclusive proof or definitive evidence. There is no, it's not like math, right? In math, you can prove that two plus two equals four. 
in science, that's just not how it works. And so they muddy intentionally, so muddy the waters to demonstrate, to, to, to confuse people. I, I guarantee you, whoever told you that had actually not done any of the research. He was just parroting what he had been told. Now you combine all of this, right? Cause it's the same thing that's happened multiple times. I mean, most notably with tobacco, uh, but as you said, it, this sort of uh, manipulation of science happens in medicine and happens in a lot of different, but you take that basic dynamic and then you pair it with the fact that EMF is invisible, it's odorless, you can't touch it or smell it or taste it or anything. It's this invisible force and it is emitted by all of this stuff that we really, really love and want, meaning our computers, our phones, our electricity running through our walls. And so there's this real uh, implicit nature in us to not to want to believe it. And it's very easy to not believe it because we can't see it. Um, and so it's a very, very powerful and unfortunate dynamic that is fueling this. But when it comes down to it, we're talking about thousands and thousands of studies um, across now a uh, hundred years that demonstrate the negative health effects of exposure to these forces. And everyone, by the way, it, everyone likes to say, oh, it, you know, it's not proven. But the whole reason that there are limits to how much radiation your cell phone can emit is because everyone knows that at least at some level, this is very harmful stuff. Um, and so the debate becomes at what level is it harmful? There, the, it, so there is no debate that this stuff is harmful to life. Uh, otherwise, these regulations wouldn't need to exist and wouldn't exist. I don't know how effectively I answered that question for you and your audience, but I, I did my best. Very effectively. Um, I. See, the thing is that I always think it, it's it's one of those things that's very hard to quantify, right? If you went, and <clears throat> excuse me, my one of the biggest things I talk about all the time, constantly, is it's never just one thing. You cannot yeah. put your health condition down to one thing. You cannot put anything down to one thing. You can't put your healing down to expecting one thing to heal it. So just like you can't say well the emfs from your phone are what caused your cancer maybe on its own in isolation no but alongside the rest of the stuff that we have in our lives it's toxic you know the non-foods that we're eating with chemicals pesticides insecticides you know hormone growth hormones steroids antibiotics all of that and then we've got the added layer of like too many pharmaceuticals and the pollution and our negative thoughts and our dysregulated nervous systems, all of that together is causing a problem. But EMFs are one of those problems. Yeah, and a really big one and a growing one. Um, because, I mean, if you think about it, right, uh, I, I can't actually see your office, but just imagine, uh, you know, you have, you have several devices nearby, you probably have a wireless network running. Uh, now compare that room to what it would have looked like 10 years ago and compare that room to what it would have looked like 20 years ago and 30 years ago. Uh, and the amount of EMF just that we're exposed to just within our lifetimes uh, mm -hmm. has exploded. And, and, and we're talking about exponential growth. We're not talking about linear growth here. And so the amount of EMF that we're exposed to uh, is orders of magnitude greater than what our parents were exposed to 
and depending on what generation we're talking about here, your grandparents may not have been exposed to barely any human-made mm-hmm. EMF. And this has all happened within the two or three generations. How does it work? To, and by the way, everyone listening <laughs> who's feeling a lot of fear, we're going to give you solutions as well. And Ara is going to talk us through some uh, solutions <laughs> and, way, and ways to mitigate this. But before we do, let's talk about the problem and then we'll, we'll talk about the solution um how is it actually affecting like what is it doing on a cellular level that is making us sick because i think it's really good to have an understanding yeah you're asking about how it's working yeah so uh there are a few there are two in particular that um that i like to point to uh so one uh goes back to work done by uh researchers dr uh henry lai and dr narendra singh uh, starting in the early 1990s. At the time, they were studying cordless phones because cell phones weren't really a big thing, uh, but it's very similar type of radiation. And what they documented is that exposure to a cordless uh, phone's radiation, even for brief periods of time, uh, uh, led to strand breaks of DNA. Right, so DNA is composed to of of uh, it's a double helix, right? Everyone, even if they don't know that word, they know the shape. It's the 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 two the two spines kind of intertwined with each other, and each one it's it's uh they're copies of each other, and so uh, each one is a strand. If one strand breaks, there's there's enough information from the other strand where they can repair the the broken strand. So that's a single strand break. Uh, if there's a if both strands break, then the cell will die or uh, kill itself, apoptosis. Um, and uh, believe it or not, I mean, that's, that's, you don't want that to happen, but that's actually the preferred outcome because when there's a single strand break and this, uh, the DNA has to repair itself, that's when mutations can happen. Mm. Um, and those types of mutations accumulated over time uh, are what lead to disease, um, including, including cancer. Now, the reason, uh, oh, I should add the, this, the damage continued to occur for hours after exposure. Now this is science that has been repeated. It's not only peer reviewed, it has been repeated and replicated multiple times around the world by different scientists. And one of the reasons I like to, uh, highlight this, uh, particular mechanism is because DNA is in every cell in our body. And so if we can see that this type of radiation, even short-term exposure to common devices can lead to damage of a, a fundamental mechanism that is present in every cell in our body, it becomes obvious why you can see damage in all of these different biological systems. Now, the other, uh, uh, the other mechanism I would point to um, has to do, uh, this is work done by uh, Dr. Martin Paul um, out of uh, New York, and he demonstrated that exposure to EMFs, um, uh, wireless forms of EMF, uh, leads to disruption of the voltage-gated calcium channels, which is another mechanism that is present in our cells. And that leads to a disruption in the amount of calcium that is stored in our cells and retained in our cells, which is a key mechanism of inflammation. And inflammation is a key mechanism behind a lot of uh, 
disease and negative, uh, just negative uh, health impacts across the board. So those are two mechanisms. Uh, you can you can look to others uh, in terms of, but those are two that I like to point to because I, I feel like in general they're pretty well, pretty easily understood, and they impact so many different systems. They're not just uh, like the the leakage of the blood brain barrier is another one that's been documented, but that that is I mean and that's important, but that just shows you know impact it's having on the brain when you're seeing uh, that it can destroy. DNA and disrupt voltage gated calcium channels, that is sort of a, a, those are both universal mechanisms. And there's been a huge increase in brain tumors and a lot of people reporting brain tumors as a result of holding the phone against your ear. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't chuckle, but it's one of these uh, issues where, um, so if you see a, there are some people who, who can uh, point to um, certain forms of brain tumors uh, that are uh, what we call ipsilateral, that are like right on the side of where they tend to hold their phone. Um, and then there are other ones that aren't, so with those, it's, it's a lot easier to, to name a culprit. And with other forms, it's, it's a lot more difficult to name a culprit. Um, there, the science behind particular glioblastomas is is uh, pretty strong, uh, linking it specifically to um, to cell phones. Uh, in terms of the actual rates of brain tumors, I I think it depends on, I think it depends on the type of tumor that we're talking about, and I don't I don't because there are so, there there are multiple different types, and I I just mm. don't have the the accurate numbers for that. Mm. What are the most dangerous products that we have around us at the moment? Well, okay. So, uh, that's a good question. Um, I would start by answering it. Uh, I would start answering it by saying a lot of this stuff isn't regulated. So you were talking about electric cars. So we, uh, you know, cell phones and we, we can get into why they're not really regulated, but at least ostensibly, the amount of radiation that comes off of a cell phone is regulated. With cars, there are no um, actual regulations in terms of how much EMF uh, that you're allowed to be exposed to in a car. In the United States, I, I don't know in, in the UK, but in the United States, there are no regulations governing how much EMF you're allowed to be exposed to from the power lines on your street. Which means when there's no regulations, it means they're not even tested. Like you can't get an like if you wanted, I don't know what brand of electric car you got. Um, and by the way, I, I, it's easy to point to electric cars, but increasingly, uh, even conventional engine cars uh, just have so much technology in the car yeah. that the, the amount of EMF is it, it crazy. Uh, but you can't get a number um, from any of these manufacturers about what. Uh, levels you'll be exposed to by using their product. So that uh, the, the reason I started answering your question this way is because with a lot of this stuff, you have no idea actually uh, how much you're being exposed to. And with power lines, as a, as a good example, uh, I've taken measurements uh, and sometimes the power lines, and because electricity uh, and the grid is a very, very complex force, uh, sometimes the emissions uh, from power lines you know, 10 feet away are very negligible. Um, or yeah, yeah, 10, 10, 10, 10, not, not 10 feet away from the line, 10 feet away from the pole. Uh, so the line is up in the air. 
Um, but sometimes you could be 50 feet away and the fields are crazy high. Unless you're actually taking measurements, you wouldn't know that, again, because it's invisible. Um, and so it's in, in sort of absolute terms, it's, it's very hard to, to know or to say what the most dangerous sources are in anybody's uh, life because a lot of this is just unregulated. A lot of the sources are actually hidden uh, in walls or around corners and you just don't see them and you have no idea what's happening. Now, in actual practical impact, uh, I would say that it is cell phones that are the most damaging and dangerous uh, source of this stuff in our lives. Um, first off, they are very heavily powered um, these things are designed to communicate over many miles, uh, not just over 30 feet like Bluetooth or 100 feet like Wi-Fi, but many, many miles. They also include both Bluetooth and Wi-Fi in addition to the cell, uh, uh, the cell modem. And um, so they're very heavily powered and we tend to keep them next to us or directly on our body for many, many hours uh, basically every day of our lives. And so in actual practice, it is my belief that, uh, and not just my belief, but um, that cell phones are the most dangerous source of this stuff in our lives. The good news there is unlike uh, the, the, the electrical lines outside your house or the cell tower down the street, you actually have control over how you relate uh, to and use your cell phone. If you've been here a while, you'll know that I believe that we should get whatever we can in the way of nutrition through food. And where we can't get it through food, that's where we supplement. Now, in order to get myself from disabled to completely able-bodied, I had to be really specific and well-researched when it came to supplements, which is why I've been using Amrita Nutrition for the past decade, more than decade actually, to buy pretty much 95% of the supplements I take and recommend. Now, I'm ready to stock the highest quality brands using the highest quality non-synthetic ingredients. Most of these brands couldn't even be bought in the UK when I started taking them years ago, so Amrita have made it super easy and accessible. And the other great thing about Amrita is they offer personal support, so if you're not sure of which supplement to order, you can call them and they'll advise you. Now, they're usually a practitioner-only stockist, but you can buy supplements from Amrita now using practitioner invite code Lauren, which will get you 10% off all supplements. And once you set up an account, that 10% will be applied to every order. I've gone ahead and created a collection of all my favorite supplements with Amrita to help you out with it, which you can find in the show notes or on my website by typing in Amrita. Otherwise, just visit amritanutrition.co.uk and use code Lauren for 10% off. Thank you so much to Amrita for continuing to support our mission here at Reconditioned. And we'll get onto that soon because I know you also have some products to help with that. What about 5G masks? Because there's been so much campaigning and activism and talk around what 5G is doing and seeing kind of the trees that happened to be there and then the 5G masks went up and the trees started dying, the plants dying. What's your opinion on that? Well, I mean, <laughs> my, my opinion is, uh, so the, the thing about 5G, well, okay, let me step back one second and say, 
it's another example of technology that's being deployed uh, without any testing into not only just the long-term health effects, but the medium-term uh, health effects. As long as this stuff doesn't kill you instantly, it's deemed safe for deployment. And uh, so it'll be 10 years, because a lot of these negative health impacts, a lot of them take a long time to develop. So it'll be 10 years before you start to see any actual research on this stuff. It'll be 20 years, it'll be 30 years. Um, that said, we, we know enough um, about what other forms of uh, radio and microwave radiation uh, have done that we can assume it is not safe. I think it is entirely reasonable for people to assume it's not safe because we know the impacts of 4G and 3G and 2G and cordless phones. Uh, increasingly, uh, Wi-Fi as well. Wi-Fi is now uh, essentially old enough for us to have this uh, data. That said, there, there, there is, from my perspective, there is particular danger or hazard or risk uh, from 5G, not because of the frequencies at which it operates, um, but because of the design of the network. The, the, the real business driver behind 5G, right? It's being marketed to us like, download a movie in one second, like that's actually anything anyone ever needs to do. Um, but download a movie in one second. Um, so it's being marketed to us as a really fast technology. But that's not really why it exists. The reason why it exists is um, because we've maxed out the capacity of 4G. Uh, we, we just can't sustain more nodes on the network. And 5G has been engineered from the ground up to support many, many, many more nodes. Uh, you, everything in your home is supposed to be able to connect to it. Everything in your car is supposed to be able to connect to it. All the power meters are supposed to be able to connect to it. And by supporting so many more nodes, you've created this super highway in which uh, you can have many, many, many more things in your life be sources of EMF radiation because they all need to emit EMF in order to communicate with this network. And so it is uh, going to lead to, so we take the, the, when most people that you read online say 5G is dangerous, 5G is dangerous, they're talking about the frequencies um, because they're communicating at higher frequencies than 4G or Wi-Fi or whatever. Uh, but really the real harm is going to come in the order of multiple order of magnitude explosion in the number of sources of EMF in our lives that have been enabled by a network uh, that was engineered from the ground up to support uh, so many more devices. So long and short is we have to understand that these frequencies are this radiate this level of radiation is causing a huge amount of problems from cancer to infertility to you know a whole range of other stuff um and it's up to us to find ways to mitigate that so what are your top ways for mitigating it how do you measure as well and yeah. You, yeah, you like stacking questions. I like that. Sorry. So, let's start yeah. with how do you measure it? No, let's start with how do, you, how do you measure it? Like, how do we know? How can we measure? Yeah, um, I actually, uh, I have a, an ebook, a free ebook, um, and I can give you the link after this if you want to put it into the show notes, um, that it teaches people how to do basic testing. Um, but you use an EMF meter. 
uh, if, if you're looking to measure um, cell phone radiation or, you know, Wi-Fi or this wireless stuff, you'd use what's called a power density meter. Um, and if you're looking, so when, when, when we're talking about the wireless forms of EMF radiation, it's measured as a single force. And so you use a single power density meter and, and, uh, to, to do that. When you're at these lower frequencies, like I was saying, comes off of power lines, you measure electrical, uh, electric and magnetic radiation separately as two different forces. So for the magnetic, you use a Gauss meter and for the electric, you can use a, a, a voltmeter. And, um, but most people don't want to go out and buy three meters. <laughs> so for most people, um, there, uh, that I, I rec, I tend to recommend, uh, there, there are two models of a meter, um, that, that actually have all three built into one. And, uh, one is called the Cornet ED88T, uh, plus, and one is called the Trifield TF2. Um, they both run about you know, $160, $170. So I don't know today, 140, 130 pounds. Um, and for that amount of money, you can get a reasonably accurate device uh, that can measure all of these forms of human made EMF. Um, and uh, I, I strongly advise people to, to do that because uh, like with your cell phone or your Wi-Fi router, right? You obviously know well, this is a big source of EMF, um, but there are a whole lot of other potential sources that you you would have no idea existed if you didn't actually take the measurements. Um, mm -hmm. You would be shocked to you take one of these around your apartment or your home and, and you take measurements. You would be shocked at what you find as like a really high place or a place that if you just shift your sofa, you know, five feet to the right you'll actually be exposing your family to way less radiation while you all sit around for movie night. Um, and that's something you wouldn't know unless you actually t uh, got these uh, meters to, to do that. So those are the two I tend to, there, there are better meters, um, but they, they tend to cost, you know, a lot more. And uh, for most people being able to do a decent job of measuring all three forces for, like I say, about $160 is totally worth it. Mm. Yeah, so so we'll um if you can give me the links for those and we'll put those in the show notes as well. Mm -hmm. So and presumably that that's also well, I know from my own house as well, just kind of looking at where things are placed. So for instance, you know, you'll see you, that your kids' rooms are, you know, the the root is right underneath or something and it's going yeah. right up or you know, something like that. So it's really good to to know where 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 the highest levels of radiation are being felt. Yes. Um, Okay, so let's talk about the ways we can mitigate these EMFs in our homes and generally in life. I mean, mainly in our homes, but also I know that there are ways to mitigate even, you know, the, the radiation from cell phones when they're on us, when we're holding them or when they're in our bags or something. So it uh, comes down to what I call the, the two key rules, um, and that's to minimize your use of EMF emitting technology. And then number two is to maximize the distance between your body and the technology uh, when you are using it. So minimizing uh, means using less of this tech less often. So you mentioned turning off your Wi-Fi at night. That's a fantastic, um, that's a fantastic uh, behavior. Um, 
people are actually surprised at how quickly they see results from uh, from that. Uh, I, I talk to to people who start doing that, and they see better sleep starting the first night. I've talked to biohackers who use uh, aura rings, um, and they actually measure starting to get. I think it was uh, 15 minutes more of deep sleep every night just from starting to turn off their Wi-Fi. Mm. Um, Actually getting rid of Wi-Fi and replacing it with hardwired Ethernet is another uh, example. Um, Turning off your phone or putting it into airplane mode when you're not actively using it. Uh, These are all examples of of using less of this stuff. So minimizing your use. Um, And it's obvious, right? I mean, the less you use this stuff, uh, the less of it you'll be exposed to. But let, let me stop you for just a moment, because for the average person listening, they're going to be like, I can't turn my phone off during the day because, you know, my kids' school needs to get hold of me. And I'm working on my laptop and a lot of my work is, yeah, this is me as well. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of my work is done from my phone. So it's so not really a possibility. The second rule, that's where the second rule comes in, which is maximizing distance. Uh, but actually, let me step back a second. Um, so you give the example of your phone needing to be on. Uh, I, I understand that. And I'm not telling people to do things they don't want to do. I'm giving advice for people if they want to make these types of changes, these are the things that you should focus on. But let's say your phone does need to be on. Um, does it need to also have Wi-Fi on? Does it also need to have Bluetooth on? Or could you mm-hmm. disable Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and still keep your phone on, right? So that's another way of using less of this stuff without without changing the the, the nature of uh, your reliance on the device. But again, this is really more to more, more usefully, uh, in response, I would say this is where the second rule comes in, which is maximizing distance. And this is really key. This is very important for people to understand the power uh, of EMF radiation diminishes exponentially with distance. And so that means I don't have my phone here. So pretend one of my hands is a phone and the other one is my hand. Um, so if I take, you know, they're, they're an inch apart and now they're two inches apart, the power of my exposure to that radiation has dropped by 75%. And wow. then if I go to four inches, it drops by another 75% and so on and so on. Uh, so this exponential reduction in the power uh, of our exposure is really important for people to understand because yes, you, you know, you want to be using a cell phone as little as possible, but if you're using it, you want it to be as far away from your body as possible, because that will make a huge difference. And conversely, if it's right on your body, you are getting the maximum possible dose of uh, toxic radiation that this device has. Um, to offer. And by the way, if you read, for instance, the fine print in uh, an Apple iPhone manual, it will basically tell you in legalese uh, not to carry it against your body or to hold it against your head, which to me is infuriating because that's literally how they've designed it to be used. And then they tell you don't do that because Mm -hmm. if you do, you be exposing yourself to more than the legally permitted amount of radiation. Um, so maximizing the distance is really key. So that's why so, you so should people are wearing them, like getting those things to wear their phone around their neck, you know, yeah. that's like, that's, that's the worst, right? Yeah. Well, just carrying it in your pocket's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, uh, and there's very, this is by the way, one of those areas, you, 
your your electric car salesman or whoever that was, uh, you can next time point to point him to the the, the work done on infer, male infertility, uh, because there is now so much science showing that men who carry their phones in their pockets are wow. destroying their sperm. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's not just the the thing like carrying it in a pocket. Uh, I'm sorry, in a what do you? I don't know what you call that. Uh, the pouch around your neck or anything like that. It's carrying it in your pocket. It's holding it up against your head to make a call. These all these use cases that we all well we not all of us I don't but most people do most of the time are some of the most damaging uh exposures that we actually get in real life uh and again this comes down to the distance factor so even if you know you look out the your window you're in a city you look out the window and you see 10 cell towers and you turn on wi-fi on your computer and you see 30 networks and you know we've all been in that position it could still be the phone that's in your pocket that is your biggest uh exposure in your life because of how close it is to your body for how long of a period of time wow so, so what products are there that we can use to mitigate this? Um, well, like I say, the first, the first uh, thing you should do is use less of it and keep it, when you are using it, keep it as far away from your body as is practical. Um, in terms of what products there are, um, if there, <laughs> yeah, this is, a, there, there's a whole wide range of things that market themselves as EMF protection. Uh, the, the types um, that I work with, uh, both myself I make, but also now that I, I, I recommend others, uh, other brands, um, are, are what's known as EMF shielding. And what, that, what, what this does is it, it blocks and deflects the radiation in the other direction, uh, where again, it, it, it dissipates in power exponentially with distance. So EMF shielding, it's a, it's a technology that's hundreds of years old. Um, it was invented by a, a, a British scientist named Michael Faraday, uh, who invented what became known as the Faraday cage, which is a term that some of your listeners may be familiar with. And what he showed is if you weave conductive metals into certain patterns, uh, you can block and deflect uh, and shield against uh, EMF radiation. And, and it's, it's how you weave it. It's the particular pattern determines the frequencies that are actually uh, shielded. Now, in the intervening centuries, we've gotten much better at taking these conductive metals, getting them as really thin little fibers and weaving them into fabrics. Uh, so that's what um, my products are, are made from. And they're all uh, based on this uh, universally recognized science and they're all uh, measurable with the types of devices that I was telling you about earlier. So you can actually measure the impact that these are having. So we, we make a, 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 a wide and, and growing uh, catalog of different uh, solutions based on this same uh, fundamental principle. Uh, but the, 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 the products that I most recommend to people are the ones that allow them to carry their phones more safely. Uh, and it's precisely because of um, the use cases that we were just talking about. I really believe that for a lot of people, just carrying their phone uh, all day or almost all day and almost every day is going to be a huge source of their exposure. And like you correctly point out, a lot of people just can't turn it off uh, as much either at all or as much as they would like to. So um, 
So for instance, my phone pouch, it's a pouch for you to put your phone in. The back of it is shielded, but the front isn't, right? Because if you fully wrap your phone, it's going to stop working. Um, and the whole point of keeping your phone on instead of turning it off is because you need it to work. So the pouch, uh, the back of it is shielded, the front isn't, so your phone can still work, but it deflects the radiation away from your body. Uh, we have not just the pouch, we have a cross body bag, we have a sling bag, we have a backpack, um, and we're working on, uh, by the time this comes out, actually, I, I'm not sure of the release date, but we should have our purse uh, released and we have more and more of these bags coming out because I really, really believe strongly that this is an incredibly vital use case for people to protect against. Um, we also, but we, we don't just make bags and pouches. We have a laptop pad. So, oh, just like you shouldn't be carrying your phone in your pocket, you should not be using your laptop in your lap. Um, that should be, so for instance, I'm, I'm on a laptop right now, but it is, it is far in front of me. I have an external wired keyboard. Uh, but some, if, if you are the type of person who uh, uses your laptop in your lap, we make a laptop pad to help uh, protect your reproductive organs against the uh, radiation from, uh, from your laptop. Uh, so people can come check um, our catalog at shieldyourbody.com, but these are all examples of uh, protecting against sources that you actually control, mm. right? So when you're out in the real world, you are exposed to sources that you can't control. And in the real world where you have these exposures, the only real practical protection that you can have is apparel. And uh, so we make some apparel ourselves. We partner with other apparel companies um, that, that make other forms, uh, other, other uh, like maternity wear and athletic wear and so forth. Um, and the apparel works, instead of shielding a device, it actually shields your body. So it'll protect and reduce your exposure at, at whatever part of your body it actually covers. Uh, so we have a, you know, a baseball cap, um, we have a baby blanket, we have a baby beanie, um, we have a bandana, uh, and, and these all, like I say, it, 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 it provides protection in whatever uh, part of the body it covers. But really, that's the only protection you can have out in the real world against these sources that you can't control. And then just one more thing. The other thing that pe people can do to protect themselves is to live healthy. As you were talking about earlier, you didn't use this term, but it's probably a term you've used before, toxic load, um, which is, you know, it's not, maybe not the EMF that caused the problem, but it's the EMF in addition to your diet, in addition to right. the, the pharmaceuticals uh, that, that are in your body and so forth. So, you know, what can you do to protect yourself against damage from EMF radiation? You know, exercise, uh, eat vegetables, you know, you know, do the basics to keep your mm -hmm. body healthy and that will make you more resilient against the damage from these forces. And being out in nature, presumably away from it all. Yes. Yeah, mm. for sure. I mean, you can see my background. Yeah, so nice. <laughs> so green. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, a real, sometimes I have to tell people that that is a real background. It's not just a Zoom virtual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such a nice garden. I love it. Um, so I, lo I love this because what I like to do is bring solutions and we're not actually promising that do these and you know everything's fine we're living in a toxic world with yeah. high levels of, of radiation coming from all these products and you know it is what it is we can't stop it um but we can mitigate it in our own homes and on mm -hmm. our own bodies and so 
hope that everyone who has been listening has taken that away and um I guess just to have to feel like there's a solution and it's not all hopeless and there are things we can do and we do if you go to the show notes there is um a discount code there for um the products from shield your body uh, so make sure to head there to um get that and I love the baby beanie idea and the baby blanket that's such a good gift that would be like a typical gift that I would buy someone <laughs> people would be like of course you bought me any radiation emf radiation protection blanket <laughs> for my baby shower <laughs> um so I love that so thank you so much is there anything we haven't covered that people need to know um no, I mean, we covered a lot. I, 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 try, it's, I know for, I mean, some of your audience will know a lot of this stuff already, but I know for the ones who don't, this can be pretty overwhelming stuff when they first mm. hear it. So I, I don't think adding any more uh, to yeah. this is, is going to help any. But I, I will just throw in a quick promo for uh, my podcast, the Healthier Tech Podcast. Um, so just so whatever app you use to uh, um uh, get your podcast, just search for Healthier Tech Podcast or find us at healthiertech.co. And we interview uh, scientists, doctors, entrepreneurs, technologists, uh, authors, uh, all about various aspects of finding a healthier balance with modern technology. Amazing. Uh, great. Okay. So that's where people can find you and um, and the shieldyourlife.com product. Shield your body. Shield your body. Sorry, shieldyourbody.com, yeah. <laughs> um, which will pop in the show notes as well. And uh, yeah, it can be very overwhelming and very daunting. I do think that even most people listening to this will be aware of this. However, even for myself, you know, I, I do quite a lot. I think, you know, products around the house and turn off Wi-Fi and all of that. And still, I think it's really important to be reminded every so often because we get a bit complacent with it. Mm -hmm. uh, so just being reminded that we need to really do as much as we can to mitigate the effects of this radiation. So um, thank you for helping us do that. Oh, no, thank you so much for the opportunity to come chat with you and, and uh, educate, educate your listeners. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Reconditioned. I am honestly so grateful to each and every person that tunes in. Thank you also for taking responsibility for your own well-being. You should know that just by choosing to listen to podcasts like this that further your well-being, you're moving more deeply into abundance consciousness. Now, don't forget, I have a bunch of free resources over at laurenvacneen.co.uk, as well as every recommendation you could ever need in regards to your well-being on the LV Recommends page, all categorized for your ease. Thank you also to our sponsors. These episodes would not be possible without them, so make sure to check them out and get some pretty awesome discounts on the show notes. And of course, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you can get updated each time a new one is released. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate you.